0: Welcome to the What is Stoicism podcast. In this episode, I hope to provide you with a straightforward understanding of what the Stoic Sage is and how you can use the concept to guide your Stoic practice. The Stoic Sage refers to the person who is perfect in their practice of Stoicism. The Sage, for example, meets the high Stoic standard of always acting according to virtue. As such, the sage achieves a state of eudaimonia and isn't susceptible to harm from fate. Rather than being a concrete reality that can be reached, however, the Stoic sage was understood to be an inaccessible ideal that one could use for guidance. The fact that becoming a sage is impossible is not a problem to Stoics. The sage is merely a target to aim at. While Stoics will do their best to adhere to its model, they accept that human limitation the fact that will inevitably fall short at times, makes perfection unattainable. Progress, every day, to get closer and closer to the ideal, is enough. In his Profile of Zeno, the founder of Stoicism, Diogenes Laertius outlines some traits of the sage. Quote, The wise man is said to be free from vanity, for he is indifferent to good or evil report. The good are genuinely earnest and vigilant for their own improvement, using a manner of life which banishes evil out of sight and makes what good there is in things appear. At the same time they are free from pretense. Nor indeed will the wise man ever feel grief, seeing that grief is an irrational contraction of the soul. They are also, it is declared, godlike, for they have something divine within them. End quote. In his work on the happy life... Seneca stresses the importance of making progress over aiming at perfection. Quote I am satisfied if every day I take away something from my vices and correct my faults. I have not arrived at perfect soundness of mind. Indeed, I shall never arrive at it. I compound palliatives rather than remedies for my gout and am satisfied if it comes at rarer interval and does not shoot so painfully. Compared with your feet which are lame I am a racer I make this speech, not on my own behalf, for I am steeped in vices of every kind, but on behalf of one who has made some progress in virtue. Quote. And in his fifth moral letter to Lucilius, Seneca advises finding a balance between the life of a sage and that of an ordinary person. Quote, Philosophy calls for plain living, but not for penance, and we may perfectly well be plain and neat at the same time. This is the mean of which I approve. Our life should observe a happy medium between the ways of a sage and the ways of the world at large. All men should admire it, but they should understand it also. End quote. The very practice of Stoicism is itself the practical application of the theoretical concept of the sage. We are, after all, implicitly trying to get closer to the principles embodied by the Stoic ideal. However, there is also a useful technique we can use to make this a little less abstract. It comes to us courtesy of Seneca in his 11th letter to Lucilius, quote, Happy is the man who can make others better, not merely when he is in their company, but even when he is in their thoughts. And happy also is he who can so revere a man as to calm and regulate himself by calling him to mind. One who can so revere another will soon himself be worthy of reverence. Choose therefore a cato, Or if Cato seems too severe a model, choose some Lelius, a gentler spirit. Choose a master whose life, conversation and soul-expressing face have satisfied you. Picture him always to yourself as your protector or your pattern. For we must indeed have someone according to whom we may regulate our characters. You can never straighten that which is crooked unless you use a ruler." The premise is simple. We are free to select specific role models against whose standards we can judge our own behaviour. Seneca's first suggestion was Cato, the philosopher who stubbornly defended the Roman Republic, eventually preferring death over being ruled by Julius Caesar. His constant embodiment of Stoic principles could be used, in Seneca's words, as a ruler to make crooked straight. Cato, Seneca concedes, may be too severe a model to follow. We're free, of course, to choose models from among all the other Stoics. To make this practice even clearer, here are some simple steps you can use. Choose a figure whose stoic principles and actions you admire, for example Marcus Aurelius. Learn more about your chosen figure by reading not only their work, but also reliable biographies about them. If we're to learn from the principles of our chosen role model, it's important to know in detail what those principles are. For example, to learn more about Marcus Aurelius, you could read his Meditations, or Donald Robertson's How to Think Like a Roman Emperor. When faced with difficult situations or decisions, you can consider what your role model would do when faced with the same circumstances. You can even imagine yourself having a conversation with your chosen sage and anticipate their responses so as to get their advice and help shape your own behaviour according to the highest standards. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the What is Stoicism podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please consider taking a second to leave a rating and a review. It's a good way to let me know you're getting value from the content and it helps more people discover the show. I appreciate your support. Thanks so much. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, I recommend checking out the Stoic Handbook podcast by John Brooks. It's one I've been a fan of myself for a while. It has great reviews. John publishes regular episodes that are always filled with practical wisdom and it's available on all the usual podcast platforms. You can also find it on the web at stoichandbook.buzzsprout. Dot .com Thanks again for listening.